you ever wondered about the world? What might be lurking in the shadows? Sometimes our brains think of things that we have not seen. Welcome to this episode of the Tour Collection and our exploration of the strange and weird and bizarre world of human life. Those like synth drums. We're talking in. about our world, people. All those things, that dramatic intro, that is for our dramatic world. It's one of my favorite things in like in synthwave songs. It's like it's going like doom, doom, you know, the bass is going real slow, mm-hmm. and then the drums do 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 doom. It's one of my favorite things. That Love sultry it. voice over there. This is the other half of the Raconteur collection. Yeah, sultry. We are not joined this week by our reoccurring guest, Michael. He has been, unfortunately, trapped in the dungeon. I lost the key. That's my bad. We lost the key, unfortunately. You can actually probably hear him banging on the door down there. And this other voice, this third voice. <laughs> this third voice. I that actually doesn't uh, talk. This is Jim. Say hi, Jim. How's it going? And I, of that's course. Not, that's not good. Sorry. I'm your host this week for the Raconteur Collection, Charlie. For all of you out there who do not know, the Raconteur Collection is a podcast kind of about everything and nothing all at the same time. It's really hosted by Jack and Charlie, and we really take a lot of experiences from our life, childhood memories, video games, the stories we have growing up, tangents, just us talking, airing out dirty laundry, talking about our unique perspectives. Do we have a lot of dirty laundry? No, but I think some some listeners might think of dirty laundry as like when we talk about anything personal, like like you're airing out your dirty laundry, like things you struggle gotcha. with, this, you know, yeah, skeletons I in the closet. I realize we've been doing a lot of like tangent episodes. Like I do mm. really enjoy doing the tangent episodes. Uh, well, and I'll hit you with the hot take here. Yeah, Jack. go ahead. Go ahead. I think the reason, you know, for the irregular release dates and windows and even just the reason for the tangents i think overall has just been due to the fact that jack and i are just busier and it's it's one of those things where when jack texts me about the podcast i'm like wait did we record last no we didn't and i just totally like it doesn't even enter my mind until like i look at our discord or something like that even on our discord i've gotten so used to us just chatting in there i don't even think about like oh wait this is our podcast discord and so, but that's the, honestly, that's been the honest truth is that both Jack and I have just been busy with life. Oh yeah. You know, I personally, last week, I think I worked what, six days a week. So not like horrible, definitely not over like more than, you know, not more than 40 hours, but just like, I'm definitely hitting to that point, And I think Michael brought it up great in our, one of our last episodes, our guest, Michael, for all of you who don't know, if we're any new listeners who are joining this episode, but I think Michael brought up the best where, you know, I don't want to talk about work too much. But long story short, <clears throat> I feel very saturated by work right now. I think that's the appropriate word I'd like to use. And it's been hard for me to like mentally separate. Even today, I was just telling Jack before we started recording, oh, my yeah. phone was getting blown up about, oh, we're out of this. Oh, we're out of this. What do we do? What do we do? And I, you know, there's a big part. There's a big part of me. Yeah. No, there's a big part of me that wants to be like, would you figure it out? Like, because, God, like, just be an adult. Isn't our system manager there? No, there's not. There's not. I mean, I guess so that kind of makes some sense a little bit. But like, yeah, and still. It's, it's, you know, they don't know. You know, it's not like I was like, hey, guys, don't bother me. <laughs> Shut up. But I think that's just my kind of issue. I mean, it even got to the point where even today, you know, 
feeling so saturated, I kind of just want to like crawl into my little cave or hobbit hole and just like hide away from everything, yeah. you know, for like a long extended period of time. And I really think that's just the introvert side of me being like, hey, I need I need like a time to like just be alone. You know what I mean? For sure. But I understand those. It got it got to the point, though, where I almost texted Jack before he came over and I was like, hey, man, I, I can't do the recording day. Like, I'm just not feeling it. But I was like, you know, I was like, I think I need to like put energy into something else, even if I don't feel that energy there, because I think that would actually snap me out. Yeah, you kind of, you, know you kind of, sometimes you got to force yourself out of these little holes. Yeah. You kind of dig your, you know, your brain will dig itself into half the time. So, yeah. you know, and like it sucks. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, oftentimes when I kind of get in those ways or I kind of had a day at work and I just don't want to focus on it anymore, I'll just, you know, hey, kitchen needs a little bit of, cl- little bit of cleaning up. I'll clean up the kitchen. Or backyard needs a bit of straightening up. Straighten up the backyard, get the chimney going. Just kind of start just doing a few things and just really try to not well, think about it. I understand that you as a, as a manager, it's a bit more difficult to just kind of do that because yeah, it is, you know, but, uh, I'll let you know if we have an opening on the team. So, yeah. But like I said, and I think too, you know, it's for me, like this is not a shocker out to any, everybody out there, but like this job is not something I necessarily like care about. It's like something I have to do no. for the money. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I think that conflict in my head is always there. And most of the time, I have a pretty good manage on it. Like, I'm like, okay, like, this is what's important. These things are important in my life. But I think when I get saturated with work, it all kind of blurs together in my head. And I can't pull myself away. And I can't, yeah. you know. But but I think the topic of our episode, Jack, the actually topic. plays into this feeling a little bit. You think so? I think so. So, so it says Jack just, pointing a gnarled finger. So we'll uh, use my excellent segue there. <laughs> just not talking. No, about no, no, man. God, I'm, I'm freaking rusty. What are we doing, Jack? How was your How was your week, man? You know what? How's it been since we last recorded? You know what? It's actually it's been it's been pretty good. Um, I was just puffing out there for a second. I got myself my first ever like little pipe from the pipe shop that our dad has been going to since you know we were kids. Ted's pipe shop. Tulsa, Utah yeah, Square. Ted's Pipe Shop. It's a, it's a really quaint little little shop. It's really nice. Um, just got myself some, like a beginner pipe, and it's real nice. Kind of... Level one pipe. Level one pipe. I'm taking those steps to, like, you know... Get to the XP. Level up as a dad more. It's like, it's like in Skyrim, when, you know, you're, like, leveling yourself up as a warrior, and you're like, ah, but this lower level thing's easy to level up, like lock picking or whatever. So you yeah. kind of take the little avenue to, like, level yourself up overall. Yeah. That's what this is right now. I'm like level 10 and just kind of slowly leveling up. Have you seen that Reddit video where it's like all men and li- all men live in fear of the day they turn into their dad and it's like this young hip guy and he like walks into his room and like laid out on his bed are like short cargo shirts, like a little polo button up shirt and like long socks and like tennis shoes. <laughs> he like puts it all on and he like walks out like. <laughs> and like I understand why. It's, it's a comfy fit, dude. No, but so... When was it? Was it Saturday? I think it's it was Saturday. Saturday. Went up to our parents' house mm-hmm. and um, hooked up the PlayStation. We we're going to be there for a little bit while Laura was at work. Um, hook it up, and it's like, starts in safe mode. It's like, download the newest update because the one you have on your file is currently corrupted. Okay. So I'm like, all right. So how do I do this? And so I get a flash drive with the update file. Put it on there. Doesn't work. 
I take it back home. Try to update it via the internet. It doesn't work. And I don't want to lose. My only, my only other options at this point are to reinitialize the hard drive, which would lose all of our saved data, which, Lauren, I don't want to do because we got a lot of data on there. You know, even Ellie, she's got her stuff on there too. So it's like, well, what do I do? So I was like, man, rip the PS4. This sucks. I, I did a bit of research. And I was like, so it looks like I can just replace the hard drive. And so I opened up the PS4, looked at the hard drive, and I was like, yeah, I can probably get something to replace this. No big deal. So then I go over to the Best Buy, spend, I think it was like 60 bucks on a solid state drive. That's like like 400 gigs or whatever. Great deal, by the way. Yeah, go ahead and eat. Try to eat. Um, just over there. Right to the microphone. No, and so then I, I hooked that up tentatively. Flash drive. I have the reinstall file on the on that flash drive. Downloads it. Then I hit restart. And it boots right back up. And I'm like, man, wow. I'll fix your PS4s, man. I got this down. That's nice. And so, you know, everything was on the external hard drive I have, like all of our games. So for the most part, the games are all good. But we didn't have any data. No Slay, uh, Slay the Spire data. That was all gone. My Skyrim data is not on there. And so now I just need to transfer the files from that hard drive to yeah. that hard, to that solid state drive as long as it's not corrupted. As I feel like if the actual like system files corrupted, I should still be able to move the saved data. Yeah. Hopefully. So I'm holding on to the hard drive. Anyways, so that was my week. Kind of eventful. Mm. Work's been work. I don't really want to talk about work. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been good. And I'm excited to get into to, to, blah, 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 today's topic. Is. I know. I've been, uh, I feel rusty with my intro. I usually, I feel like I have a better flow. But. I'm excited to get into today's topic because it's something that I think about often because yeah. I do scroll Twitter and Instagram a bit more than I should. I've been better about it, mm. but I do just scroll social media more than I should. And try, I know you're not really, you're not, you're not really on Twitter, but, but. You know what I would say is probably the most important thing? If you like the Racketeer Collection, you can now rate us on Spotify. You can. Uh, you have to listen up. to an episode for a little bit you have to, to get the rate option. Yeah, so get, please, get option. right now, <clears throat> bloop, bloop, yeah. bloop, five stars, Apple Podcasts, bloop, five stars, wherever you can find us. Yeah. We also have a Patreon, just a small little community over there. And right now, all of that money is literally just going into an account to be saved. And I mean, with it, we bought these new microphones that we have. By the soundboard. By the soundboard. And now we're slowly going to be moving into this uh, room that opened up at Charlie's place. Yeah. I've been looking at the Facebook marketplace for like a good table. So I just kind of browse that every now and then, mm. you know, just something to kind of get us going. So yeah, we have a Patreon. So if you'd like to support us over there, if you feel like, oh man, I want to support these boys, get them out of working their horrible, here's a, here's a couple bucks or horrible jobs. Here's a couple bucks. You know, you can toss a couple doubloons our way. Dude, uh, hold on. I was doing some research. So if you read an ad on on your yeah. on your podcast and you get like a thousand people listen to it, you get like fifteen bucks for a thirty second ad for a thousand listens. Doesn't sound like a lot, but if you have like ten thousand listeners and you release an episode, you know, every week, that you're looking at, you know, what six hundred bucks just from that one ad read? Ten thousand. Ten thousand is a lot, a lot. But, a I, lot. but I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, I feel like it, once you get to that hill, you gotta keep going. Well, I think it's you know once you hit the snowball. Right. By the way, 
we need to start clipping. If you guys want to go back, find your find your favorite episodes, and I can go through and find good moments. But I'm gonna start making reels and putting them on Instagram, and that's a good way to kind of get just some some more eyes on the podcast. I think. Yeah, if you once you do figure out a good way to clip things, Jack, let me know how you do it because I've wanted to do that for a long time, but it just it's. It's always seemed like a more complicated process to like pull out a clip and like get it uploaded. And so if you find like a good way to do it, that's not send the audio your way. It's not you like hyper work. No, just tell me how you do it. Okay. But I also wanted to plug a couple of other things as well. Yeah, Plug, plug. The listeners um, are here. Look, you guys know the podcast by now. I mean, if you don't, we have a whole catalog. We've been doing this for over a year now, which is crazy. That's crazy. But like I was saying before, Jack, so. A lot of interrupted me. I just wanted to plug a couple things, uh, mainly because, like I said, I would like for these things to be my job more so than <laughs> more so than what I'm doing now. So, on currently on our Spotify feed for this podcast, there are two. Yeah, go for it, Jack. Yeah, there are two short stories that I've. <laughs> there are two short stories that I've done. Trying to find the keys. Well, see, that's. That's the thing is I know I know this face and I know you're gonna like add in something to this moment right here. What are you, and so I'm what like, are you talking about? And so I feel like it, you know, ruins this this All moment right, of me. I found the keys. Let me dingle let me dingle them. Dingle dingle. Okay. Yeah, see I feel like I wanted to wait until we passed off your little sound clip before <laughs> in the long thin one to your to your right. To your other right. Your other right. He found it out the first time, guys. I was just joking with him. <laughs> I can't think of anything good to yeah. throw in. But. Anyways, before we were so really interrupted by Jack finding his keys and getting his water, I wanted to go ahead and plug my short stories again. I've done two of them so far on the Raconteur Collection feed. They're the Second Gods and the Woodsman. The Second Gods is actually currently the only one uploaded on YouTube. Um, and please, if you are interested at all in like science fiction, fantasy, please go to this check out and let me know Ooh. what you think. Um, I'm also currently working on my third rewrite for Manelica as well. However, I do have a second draft that's still, I still have several copies for people to borrow if you want to test read it. Um, and for all of those out there who are listening to this when you first got your copies from me, let me know what you think. Please. You know, please. Um, it is one of those things that I realized that like reading is just, it's not a big thing anymore. Or at least I don't feel like it's a big thing with like a lot of the people I know. I feel like it used to be a big thing, and so that's been a that's been a, a challenging thing for me. So it's like, guys, like where's all this reading? Like, like I think of our parents, Jack, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, you guys read all the time, and now I'm like, hey, would you guys want to read my book? And they're like, well, we read the first two pages, and uh, who who reads anymore? Remember when they raced to read? Like, I know, and I'm Potter? like, I'm like, dad. Like I know, I know you have the time, Dad, and I know he's got the time. He's I know, I know what you're doing instead. I know you're getting on there and playing your little computer games and listening to your speeches and turning on. Some My dad does listen to a lot of presidential speeches. Miles Davis, dude, I went through Miles Davis the other day when I was working. I was like, man, I need like a good soul reset. Turn on some Miles Davis. Mm. Mm. Beautiful, but yeah, just promoting my own stuff, putting it out there. Um. Yeah, I would really like for more more eyes to be on it, more feedback. Just because feedback is yeah. like really gonna be the only way I grow, you know. 
a lot of the stuff has just been my own personal growth, which is great. But I feel like that personal growth needs to be like vetted a little bit, if that makes sense. For sure. For sure. But Jack, now let's get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, the main the main course. Yeah, we're 16 and a half minutes in, so hopefully people haven't clicked off by now. You know, let I us know in the comments down below if you've clicked off. I would also like to add everyone out there who's listening to me. Yet again, we're not jumping into the meat and potatoes. No, this is important because we're getting people on Charlie's side here. Listen, folks, it's just me and you. Right? I wish we had cameras in here. Jack is, he's not here. Don't listen to him. In fact, no, no, I'm not going to unplug his mic. I, I won't do that. But, folks. Charlie, why are you motioning to those guards? Charlie. <laughs> Case in point. I feel that our intro would not have been 16 minutes if Jack had allowed me uninterrupted <laughs> to continue on the flow. Let's point again to several minutes earlier when I was like, hey, let me post, or let me talk about, let me uh, promote my stuff. And Jack goes, oh, well, let me get the keys. And now he's pretending to be kidnapped. So, <laughs> Okay, to be fair, that's only like 20 seconds. All right, don't give me that garbage. You're I'm the just, one who's I'm like, I saying. feel like a... I can pontificate upon my vocabulary for many eons, if you let me. Many, many eons, everybody. The soft, sultry voice as I get really close to the mic, talk a little bit quieter. And now let's get on to our main topic. <laughs> but I would just like to say, I think it's Jack's fault that these interests go too long. Anyways, Jack came up with this topic, and I thought it was a rather interesting one, and I thought a great one to do, because I have been thinking about this a lot recently. And I feel like in general, I've been thinking, and Jack, I'll toss it to you here in just a moment, but in general, oh, I feel I like I've been, been thinking, thinking about this a lot as well, but kind of our human experience, you know, the way we define our lives, the systems that we use, you know, the economies that we use, and something that plays a huge part of that as well is, of course, social media. We have talked about social media before on the Raconteur Collection, and it was a little bit more of in a negative context. I'm not worried, but I do fear that we were perhaps a little too negative on social media the first time, you know, really only calling out the things that were negative about it. And even though in this episode, I definitely think we will hit that same kind of note again. I first, Jack, I want to take a moment and talk about some of the positives of social media before we get into it, you know. By the and way, our, our social media episode was posted back in August of last year. So that's if if you guys want like some context or extra context, mm. there's that to go back and listen to. But Jack and I are not experts. We're not, you know, we didn't so go to school you. to study like human society or anything like that. Or we, you know, we're not software designers. We're not app designers. We only are really going to be talking about social media from the influence it's had directly on our lives. And the changes it's made in our perspectives of just kind of humans in general, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Because I do feel like social media very much warps your perspective of reality. And it doesn't change reality, but it does warp it a lot, which is that is a, a key factor. But I will say one positive growing up in the social media age is just the absolute unending exposure to like anything your heart could desire. And that is really cool. I mean, I don't think I would have as interesting of a story if I hadn't been exposed to, you know, all of this artwork, all of this music, all these video games, all of different people's ideas, you know, yeah. topics about the universe and space I learned from YouTube or, 
you know, all of that stuff, I don't think I would have been as good or it would have been my story would be as interesting without that aspect of social media, just like of having everything at your fingertips. I mean, it's crazy to think about this, Jack. Think about it. We make decisions based on our next 10 years, based on our future, based on like information that we are gleaming that's didn't come from us. Like we didn't research that, but it's just in this collective, almost hive mind consciousness that mm -hmm. is the internet. Yeah. Which is really cool because in that way, you don't have to be an expert on anything because yeah. that knowledge is just spreading everywhere, right? You don't have to know how to, hey, you don't have to know how to replace a hard drive in your PS4. You could literally just look it up, Google it, be like, hey, what do I need to do? And of course, you need to have a little bit of know-how. I do think a little practical, you know, practical sense comes in there, which is, I think, Talk about a lot. I think we have pretty pretty practical. But machines. Jack, I wanted to <laughs> pass back to you. What are some yes. positives for you in your mind? You so, know, before we get into the negatives, you know, before we really start to tear apart social media, and I feel like some of the bad aspects. Yeah. What are some positives? So I think I would also like to add. God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that see, that's what Charlie is so good at is like giving you like the lead. It makes. What do you think? When I was when I was actually asking you this question, I thought something else. Let me get, let me get into this a little bit. Let me get into this just a little. Bit. Sorry, I had to get back. And this is hand motion over his computer. Let me let me just I throw some to, at you. Wait, that's me taking it back, taking the yeah, taking the topic back. <laughs> Sorry, um, I, had, I had to get you back for that. So, oh, I had to get you back for the only funny bit that's gonna be in this whole episode. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Just <laughs> gonna be adding like some really gross smacking sounds. So. Positive interactions, middle school, loading up like YouTube or like your MySpace. I thought you were gonna say RuneScape. No. I legit thought you were gonna that say was load not. Up RuneScape. I mean, I guess it was social, but it wasn't social media. Right. Loading up like old school YouTube or MySpace and being able to customize that however you wanted. That's what I remember. And that's being a positive social. Media. It's being as like a very positive social media experience, and I kind of wish. We had more of today. Nowadays, your only options are like light and dark mode, and like yeah, three like pastel colors you can choose from. Yeah. But you know, because I remember going over to my friend's. Um, no, remind me tomorrow. Update. I remember going over to one of my friend's MySpace pages. His name was Connor, and I remember you clicking on his page. You know, a GIF loads in the background, like stuff's like moving, it's all nice and vibrant. And like I remember, oh, what was it? Some like Mario like like theme song started playing as soon as you like load up his MySpace page or whatever. And I'm just like, man, that is so freaking cool. I remember like going to school and being like, so how did you like on MySpace, how did you like do this and do this and how, you know, that sort of thing. And I remember And he was like, Shut up. Yeah, shut up. No, and I remember making um, this old YouTube channel that I don't, I'm not on anymore, but it's called, we called it Brotherhood for Iron. And like customizing that a lot with like, you know, different like artwork and colors and things like that. Always like a very cool experience. Um, mm. So that's, that's, that's one thing that I think is positive that I think was good to come into social media and enjoy was just being able to like, really like express yourself yeah and like everyone had their own little niche but you could kind of see like whose friends are whose because you 
like each little friend group would have like a little bits and pieces of each other's like ideas to customize their page right. on their page. Right. So I just thought that was very cool. That um, was very cool. You you kind of get a little bit of that with like, you know, Discord servers and things, but just nothing comes close to how intricate Honestly, they used to be. I would say the closest thing you probably could get to that type of experience nowadays is Squarespace and designing a website. That's actually what. Speaking you, of Squarespace, let's talk about our sponsorship. I wish it'd be cool, wouldn't it? It would be cool. Squarespace is like, hey, we'll pay you five hundred bucks to do a two minute ad read. It'd be like, hell yeah. Sorry guys, you're gonna listen to this two minute ad read, and I would make it funny too, because I always appreciate. Imagine if they called it Triangle Space. Wow, be weird, right? That would only have three sides. Guess what? Squarespace has four. Four sides. You know what that fourth side is? That fourth side is help. From a real human being, twenty four hours a day. <laughs> We've heard a lot of ads happening. <laughs> it is, I know it's sad, but uh, yeah, no, I, I I very much agree with that. That was a cool aspect of you know social media back in the day. Is that more customizable aspect, which is something that definitely stuck with me and why I still have an Android phone now is because I like to be able to mess around with like settings and move things around and to, like, yeah. Get it Definitely. exactly how I want it to be. But I will say, even with Android phones, they are starting to get kind of limited. And like the amount of just garbage, like when I got my new phone, the amount of garbage is just pre-installed on there. I went through and was like, delete, 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 delete. I'm like, what? And the, some of the stuff you can't delete. You're like, oh yeah. You're like, it's like disable it. I'm like, no, get it off. I'm like, why do I need big speed <laughs> smart voice on my phone? Dude, tell me <laughs> like, about it. You're I don't. Like, I've never <laughs> once used this. I have you know, Google. You know the only thing I use voice recognition for in my life right now? How's the weather? No. Oh. On my remote, when I'm searching things on the YouTube app, so oh, I don't have go. to type out videos. So I can be like. Yeah. We, just, we just connect to our TV with our phone. Yeah, that'd be the other way to do it. No, we use our Google Home, our little Nest thing. Like, hey, Google, timer. Hey, Google, what's the weather like today? I did. When I had my Echo set up, I did use the timer a lot. It just, it's not, and this is a little bit of a tangent, you know, so we'll get back to social media here. But for me, it's not quite there yet. Like, I want to be able to walk into my house and be like, and 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 not say, Google, Lights on, please. No, I want to be like, all right, hey, turn the lights on. And the lights turn on. Be like, hey, can you set a timer for five minutes? You know, I want to be able to use my normal speaking voice. I want to be like, and you know, just be like, of course. Silently. You know, like, that level yeah. of yes, in-between you have to do now is just enough to where I'm like, God, it's easier just to flip the light switch. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I, I had it connected to my lights where I could be like, Alexa. Turn off bedroom light, and it's like <laughs> and we you cannot have, you find have that bedroom light. Voice. Alexa, turn off bedroom light one. You go turn <clears> it <throat> off bedroom light, and you're like, I can't. Alexa, turn off bedroom light <laughs> one. You know what I mean? So not quite there for me yet. But you have the dead space, like lady speak. USG Ishimura. Ishimura. Jack, I think. Yes. So the positives of connectivity i think he is and the positives of interaction and sharing content i think speak for themselves right the positive things of social media i think are really obvious and in no way shape or form when jack and i are talking about other topics are we saying that it is not worth it you know what i mean because i think ultimately it is worth it i think we're just in the infancy of social media and that's why it 
it's, it feels like you're dealing with a teenager sometimes. Yeah. That's like a 12, 13 Literally a teenager just bought Twitter. So, you know. Yeah. Well, so but, it might have and we'll start there, Jack. I think that's a great, great place to start. Yeah. The warping of perspective, right? How much, Jack, did Elon Musk buy Twitter for? How much what, money? What was it, like $42 billion? $42 billion. No, but hey, that's not all liquidated. You don't understand. Now, shut up. Is one granted, you know what another purchase this reminds me of? Of when Microsoft bought Activision for, what, $62 billion? Oh, my gosh, yeah. And I, yeah, so let's start with that. Because if you want to talk about, like, the ultimate warping of what social media does to, like, your perspective of the world, I think it's, you can point at Elon Musk buying Twitter for $42 billion. When you do have to wonder to yourself, you're like, what could you have I understand, like, okay, I know that Elon Musk doesn't go to his bank account and be like, hmm, let me withdraw, let me 40, withdraw 42 bi- I know he doesn't do that. I know that's not how it works. I get it, okay? Like, I, I understand that. But at the We're same a drama time, channel now. though. All about drama. Same time, though. You think, man, that $42 billion split between every single person in the United States, you think. Like, you only get like 100 bucks, but still. 100 bucks he didn't have. Are you sure? Let's, well, do, let's do some math. Here. Well, no, so think so about Jack, it. So, Jack, anyways, talk, go ahead and I'll do the math on my own time here. Talk to me about Elon Musk buying Twitter and the warping of perspective. So, here, here's what's funny to me is that, you know, I think one thing we are really starting to see with social media is, you know, history repeats itself. You, you have, like, so when Trump took office, people were like, we're leaving, I'm going to Canada, yada, 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 yada. And now... You know, fast forward a little bit. Elon buys Twitter. People, I'm going to leave Twitter and go back to this. And everyone, you know, people are very, we're a lot more like animals than people want to, you know, give us credit for. Or they like to, we like to try to distinguish ourselves from those animalistic tendencies. So. Was I close? Oh, no, you're actually way off. So there's about. Oh, no, you're pretty close, actually. No. I forgot to add in a zero. <laughs> yeah, you give everybody about 130 bucks. It's not a lot. 340 million people. $100. That's a lot of, I mean. I mean, you yeah, know, but that, that's a lot of money. Anyway, so, but what, what we're kind of like seeing is just like, it's more like reinforcing the idea that the internet, like, and these social medias, it is not real life. Yeah. You're you're in these echo chambers and you can tell when people are just on these sites for hours and hours a day. And I, it's easy to like see I'll like be swam through Twitter, see a post, here's how they get you. Oh, wait, what? Really? What are the comments like on this? Click, boom, you're part of it because you're spreading it around. You're, you know, post engagement, you're getting the click throughs, that kind of thing. And then you go through and you read the comments. And people are just like screaming and yelling at each other. And it's, you know, it, it's it's really defeating because then all you think about is, man, this just sucks. You know, I don't know about this. But then, you know, I'll, I'll you know, post on Twitter like, hey, I'm feeling good this week. I'm going to work on this. And I get a like from, you know, Jack Henry and a few other friends. And I'm like, yeah, like that's, that's what, that's what this is about. You know, like posting to like the people like that actually matter, not just like yelling into this void. 
Because I do not comment. When I leave a comment, it's like maybe once or twice a year on like a YouTube video like I really like or whatever. So it's, I don't understand how people just sit there and comment. And like it's their whole world just commenting and getting to these fights online. Mm. It's a little disheartening. But I do think you're right in that we are in the infancy stage and yeah. we're just trying to figure out you know, what is the best way to go about this? How do we actually make this a part of our lives? Right. right. And it's it's weird seeing, like, someone buy Twitter, which doesn't make money for $42 billion, in the hopes, like, we're going to have, this is going to be a, a... I mean, to be fair, Twitter does make money. It's not like they don't. They don't make a... They barely make money. Yeah, but when you scroll through Twitter and you see an ad, though, I mean, that... But they're not, like, raking in the dough. Right? I don't want to espouse anything I don't know about. Yeah, I was but, gonna say I, I think I think you're vastly underestimating the amount of money these these corporations make. Uh, I think Twitter, in comparison to other things, doesn't make nearly as much. All right, that's, that's my guess. Pull a good old Google here. See, this is a good thing I think about so like no, so, internet social media. So yeah, like you said, I don't want this just to be all negative and stuff because there are definitely a lot of positives. But for me, the the negative comes in when it's really apparent that these social media companies just want you to be on their platform longer to see that content that's so, going to make you click and get angry or upset. That's what's just upsetting to, to me. Yeah, so just to put it in perspective for you, Jack, Twitter's um, revenue for 2020 was $3.72 billion. Mm-hmm. That's how much they made. So, I mean, they're making... <laughs> how much of that was, like, profit, though? Is that all profit? <clears throat> that's just their revenue. Hmm. But yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally think that I'm just googling it, myself now. Yeah, no, go for it. It's very easy to fall into your own echo chambers, but I want to not just stop it there because I think it's pretty easy to be like, "Oh man, kids these days and social media." I can't believe everyone is just yelling into the. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's quite what's happening. Because I think inherently, right, humans are social creatures. I mean, we thrive from social interaction. Even me, somebody who doesn't necessarily like interacting that much, if I don't have the right interaction, I do feel drained. You know what I mean? And, you know, even to the extent that social isolation is like the worst thing you can do to somebody. Like if you just isolate somebody for like 30 days, you're going to drive them insane. Like and that's horrifying to think about. And so you hit this point where you're never really alone, right? Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the name of this video, but uh, I just wanted to mention it, that these ideas are not something that I just popped in my head and I just talked about. But So you're plagiarizing. Watch this YouTube video about this idea of a lautocracy. And I'm like, I'd never heard of that before. And a lautocracy is this idea that instead of like our government, you would basically treat every issue, you'd get random group of people, like a jury, right, to decide on this matter or this matter, you know. So, hey, should we build the pipeline? A jury full of people will go and debate about it, and that decision will stand for entire. And they're picked at random from all over the country, right? With the idea being, and this is, this is where it gets compelling, with the idea being that we do that, to decide people's lives. And so why not could any other problem be solved in that way? And the rationale behind that was that humans, 
if you were to, if I were to ask you, Jack, hey, Jack, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of something that's not like horrific, you know. Dude, ask me something horrific. No, I, the first thing that popped in my head was a little bit too horrific. I don't really want to ask it. <laughs> so, oh, but no. But I mean, like, if I asked you, Jack, I mean, like, Jack, how do you feel about socialism? Well, is socialism good, Jack? Random citizen socialism would imply, uh, you know, impose properly. No, is it good or bad? It's bad. I'll tell you, I'll tell you it's good. Socialism's good? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Jack, why is socialism good? Well, then you go, I don't really know. I'd have to find out, right? And so that's the whole idea is that humans, if you were to just ask them their base thought, right, they're mm-hmm. really weak. They'll give you like some weak answer, something that they don't even believe. Wow, you're saying I was out. weak. I see no, how it is. No, but what I'm saying, though, but scared. what I'm saying, though, Jack, is that then the moment you're challenged on yeah. that point, then you start to, like, think more critically about it. You're like, but wait, why do I think that? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the general idea is that people are really good at reasoning. I mean, we took over our planet based on the fact that we can reason our way through scenarios. And so the idea is, is that a single person's reason isn't good enough, but where humans really shine is by being social and sharpening reason against each other. Like right? legitimately like debating I mean, think constructively. Of, think of, you know, the movie 12 Angry Men, right? Where it's like, there's that one person who says, I, I don't know if, <coughs> you know, I don't know if it's, if it's right <coughs> that we kill this guy. And everybody else, the other 11 people are like, what are you talking about? But since there's one person who says no, they're like, we have to talk about it. We have to go over the information again. Yeah. You, so you see what I'm saying? And what I think is negative, to loop it all back around to social media, what I think is negative about that is that now, if you hear something that you don't agree with, you can just choose to be like, no, I'm not even going to engage with that. That's, that's wrong. And you don't even challenge yourself anymore. You don't, you just find somebody else who's saying the things that you like. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I don't have to think about that. Oh, it's so nice that this person just gets it. This politician, oh, man, they... I agree with them on everything. It's like, when was well, the last time you thought that? I've never thought that. <laughs> I've always thought like, I like this point a lot, and this is why I'm going to vote for you, but you know. No, yeah, exactly. But that I think is the big negative on social media is that you take away that ability for humans to like really reason with each other by character limits, by- Actually be constructive. By being able to just block you. I mean, and now granted- it's not all sunshine and rainbows because you have trolls. You'll have people who are just going to be contrarian. They're actual garbage people. They're actual yeah. garbage people. But the thing is, is that if you were to challenge those garbage people, I mean, their stuff wouldn't stand up in the broad light of day, right? I mean, they just hang themselves on their own rope. You know what I mean? And you ever think about that? Hang yourself yeah. on your own rope? No, like, here's what I thought. Like, literally, you have your own rope. And every time, like, you can't back up what you're, like, just spouting out into the world, you are like literally just tightening the rope. Yeah. And eventually you're, you know, getting a bit morbid. You're cutting off your air circulation, your blood circulation, because like you just are just like spouting all this garbage that you know nothing about or that you believe for whatever reason that doesn't actually stand up when it's put up to whatever. So then eventually just less and less and less you're able to actually espouse or expose those Whereas beliefs, if you were in person and somebody was like, I think Trump is our Lord and Savior. And two other people were like, what are you talking about? And then he starts yelling and then they start getting at it, you know, but then eventually like they will hit some point where either 
they either agree or come to some kind of middle ground. That's the issue, though, Jack. There's no middle ground anymore. So you think that you think social media is slowly like I think basically making the middle ground my thesis blurry. Yeah, my thesis topic if I was writing a paper on this would be that social media has taken away the middle ground of discourse. It's all about having the high ground, Anakin. So what do you think about that? What do you think about? Does that make sense to you, first of all? Like what do you what do you think about my No, idea? That, that definitely makes sense because you know, I'm I'm kind of like a bystander a lot. I see a lot of different conversations and I'll look at the initial post. Look at some of the comments for the engagement, and then be like, okay, well, you know, there's, I, I don't really want to comment. I'm not, I'm just like looking, I'm getting a little upset and angry because these people just don't get it. But then I don't like challenge the ideas. I just kind of get on there to be a little upset. But then step back for 30 seconds, and I'm, why am I, why am I doing this? Why am I like going and actively just not engaging with this conversation? But I go out, I see it, and then I'm like, well, I need to know what people are saying. I know I'm not going to agree. I know it's going to make me upset. So why do you do it? Mm. I think it's like, I don't know if it's human nature in general to have like this draw to, I don't want to call it drama, but this draw to just basically seeing things collapse in a way. But people enjoy seeing, you know, people get into it. People get angry because yeah. like that is not like the normal that people are. Yeah, maybe back a couple thousand years ago. Yeah, for sure. You know, you used to go, I want that land. Let's go take it. Nowadays, though, that's not how we do things. And so when you see people just going at it and ripping into each other and yada, yada, it's a little enticing because I don't do that on my daily basis. I don't really get angry on my daily basis. Hmm. So you kind of vicariously feed off these, you know, emotions like in a third, fourth party almost kind of way. Hmm. But I do agree with you. There's that point where that middle ground is blurred because no one's really challenged in whatever idea it is. And no one really wants to be challenged. Yeah. Because social media has created these echo chambers. Yeah. So. Yeah. You're kind of, you can't, like you can escape on social media. You can get away. Right. Whereas if you were to bring up whatever issue it is, random reddit comment in a town hall meeting people know who you are they see your face and so like there's aspects of it where but then at the same time it's nice to be anonymous on the internet it's nice like i said like i'm very much like you jack i am just a bystander like have you ever made a troll account i don't have an account on reddit i just have a guest account that i literally scroll through and i but i read comments all the time i'm i'll watch the crazy videos all the time i'll take the hot takes but if I were to ask myself, like, what am I actually doing? Like, what information am I actually getting? I think that's where you get into, and I think Vsauce has some great videos on this, where Michael here, social media is, like, preying on your animalistic brain impulse to, like, see the next thing. And so that is where I think it gets a little sneaky to where you have things that are specifically designed to trigger that response to the brain to, oh, to keep scrolling, to keep the information going. Because, like, our brains kind of thrive on that information. Yeah. But the problem is, is it's hollow information. Like, we're not doing anything with it. But just seeing it and reading it, and since that it's new, and since you don't know what'll come up next, you keep doing it. You keep going for it. Charlie, this is making me think. You asked me what, what I thought the good, the good parts of social media were. We never asked you. 
Charlie, after speaking about all this, have you given any thought to like when you really enjoyed social media or have like when you? I personally, cause I talked about in like a broad sense why I think social media is good. Yeah. Like, like give me like, like, do you have like a personal, like I like this because of this. I remember like for, for instance, a long time you had Instagram, just kind of be on Instagram. We didn't really post. Yeah. But then you'd post, you know, very, what we'd call like in our family, we have very like Henry posts, very yeah. Jack posts or very, you know, we all kind of have our own style that we kind of stick to. And so you start posting these very Charlie pictures. And I'm part of me was like, I think Charlie's kind of kind of getting it, kind of getting into it. And, you know, posts a vague picture, a weird little filter, a vague caption, no hashtags, or maybe like one hashtag. And then that was his only post for like four months, you know? So, yeah. Like when have I, you really enjoyed social media? Yeah, so if I go back. Back to the MySpace days. Gubbing me. The, the the sad thing, Jack, is my initial gut gut check to your question See? was I never enjoyed it. That was the sad part. Oh. But I but I want to I want to I want to like look at it a little more seriously, not just <laughs> not just dismissively say never. Um. Yeah. Never say never. I like Justin Bieber. MySpace, I think, was nice because it. Again, it was like a layer removed from communication. So especially as I got into like relationships for the first time and dealt with like flirting and, you know, I guess I hate this term, but courting for like dating, I guess, as you'd say in the olden days. But that was nice to have that removal for me. But then again, I think to my space, I'm like, man, the fact that you would order your friends in a list is like extremely toxic. That's why you And the fact that you would like... The fact that you would be like, oh, man, this person, I, I they said something horrible to me in high school yesterday. They're moving to spot number eight. That is just like, <laughs> just like shitty. <laughs> I mean, the inception horn. And then, yeah, and then Facebook, I look back at some of like the, it's like, oh, hey, you posted this eight years ago. And I'm like, what were you? Oh, my. I'm tired. Posts. Yeah. And I'm like, why did I post that? I mean, I remember like. And. So I don't think, to be honest with you, I don't think I ever really learned how to use social media correctly. And so even getting Instagram, I more felt peer pressured into getting it because everyone had one. And I felt like I was missing out by not getting one. But now it's like, if I could be like, I don't think I would lose anything if you told me, Charlie, you cannot get on Reddit, Facebook, or Instagram ever again. I'd be like, huh. Yeah, you'd be like, all right. But then you'd just find something else. Unless you took that as like motivation. Well, that's the thing, is like I don't think I would. Cause like for me personally, I'd be like, okay. You don't think you'd ever get on Twitter? Oh no. I have no desire. Dude, I no desire. Dude, let me tell you right now. I've created a Twitter account. And then I followed like a couple people when I first created it, and then I have not logged on since. Let me tell you, this ooh, this is what's been irking me about social media. All right, here, here's been my big irk. Jack's big irk of the week. Jack's hot take. Jack's hot take. Is that... Oh, what grinds my gears. Here's what grinds my gears. Hold on, let me take a sip of this water. Ah. So, load up Twitter. I'm like, hey, posting. Here's why I have social media. I'm going live. Here's something I'm trying to like push and make a bigger presence for. The podcast, a YouTube video, going live on Twitch, whatever, right? 
I post, gets a like from Jack Henry. Yeah. Shout out. Big love. You know, and that's about it. Maybe like one or two like random likes from like bots or whatever, because that happens if you just put in hashtags for yeah. whatever. Oh, it ha- it's so bad on Instagram. You'll and like post, you're, you'll post it with all these hashtags, and then like you'll get four likes in like two seconds, and you're like, oh, <laughs> a comment. Promote this on. Yep. No, so and then you, I said it. Oh, look, someone else posted, and it's this, this these people that post about like. Oh, I'm not, I'm not trying to be spiteful, but like I can't help it. Networking. These people who post about networking, especially when it comes to like streamers and Twitch. These people are like so incessant. It's like, you're on the grind, you're on the grind. And I'm just like, oh Rise and grind, baby. my God. Like, stop. And it's like, yeah, I can't believe you came out and supported me, but I cannot help but look at those posts and all those interactions and just think, how real is this? How like this seems so fake and so superficial, you know? Because at the end of the day, the only person truly benefiting from that is the person that posted that, got all the interaction, and all these people are like, "Oh, you share other communities? Oh, let's you know, I'll come in and pull up whatever." That. Meanwhile, this person's already made it; they're already doing fine. Whatever, you know. They just kind of basically found a lucky break, and or work post online. That's all they do. You know what I mean? So, it's just, it's so annoying to see that kind of stuff. Or just to see people, like, get all these this praise for these small issues. Here's a post. This person had, like, 100 followers or whatever. This post had, like, 10,000 likes, a lot of comments and praising support. The post was just, I'm a small streamer. I just started doing this three months ago. Here are the comments that I get. And then in chat, someone, what are you streaming? I'm streaming this. Why don't you do it better or whatever? You know, just like a very obviously like troll or someone just being a douche or whatever. And then just flooding of support, flooding. And I'm just like, is it that easy? Or is it like, anyways, my, my, my point being is that I'm getting real tired of just saying I have social media to like have like, a way to share my online presence when, when I look at stuff that is meant for that and it just feels so superficial and fake. Mm. But then there's always that thought in the back of my head, how else are you going to grow it then? You know, how else are you going to get, let people know what if people search for you and you don't have the Instagram, you don't have the Twitter. What are they going to do? They're not going to listen ever again or whatever. You know, that those are the creeping intrusive thoughts that I start having. So, I just, I think I need to develop some insane discipline to like just get on their post and not scroll. But the thing is, is that's what they're for. They're for to scroll for a couple minutes and then you see something. It makes you a little upset or a little bit angry. And you click on that and you just go down and down and down and down the rabbit hole. So, I don't know. My social media is in a weird place right now. Let me ask you this, Jack. Yes, ask why, me. Why do you get so frustrated? Because, like, there is some real heat in your voice there. Like, why do you, why does it matter to you at all if they're getting all these posts and, like, other than, other than, and I'm not saying you are, other than jealousy and you being like, man, I wish I could have their likes because I deserve it more than they do. So, here's what it comes down to is, like, you know, it's one of those things I have been here for a long time. Been streaming for, like, I've been on the platform, like, six, seven years at this point. 
And, you know, I haven't really been going for it for the past three years, but those first four years, I was really gunning for it. And it's just, it's just, at this point, I'm just so tired of seeing these people that are like, man, I can't believe I started a month ago and they're like bigger than I've ever been, you know? And it's just, it is frustrating. I, I'm not jealous in the fact that like, you know, that they have that cool. They have it, whatever. Cause there's plenty of people to go around. I'm not saying that, you know, it's more so just, it's very disheartening. Cause it's like, man, I gave like my all into this. And it's like, was I just missing the support from like, uh, well, from friends that was go, I not uh, doing here, something kinda, right kinda cut in it, here? Go ahead. So I think what you're actually frustrated against is the fact that social media yeah, because I feel like this is the exact same way about like the podcast, about like my book, about any of my writing. I'm like, but I can't get rid of it because how else will people know? But then what about the opposite question of, well, has posting to social media actually helped the Racketeer collection at all? Right. And <laughs> my again, my gut reaction is maybe, maybe one person listens because we yeah. post. But maybe, then I think maybe our listeners in Belgium. Then I think like most people who listen to us are like word of mouth and people who know us and people who like actually like get along with us. You know what I mean? And so it creates this kind of bizarre feeling where I'm like, is it, it's more of an issue with the platform itself and like the the algorithm. The algorithm. That's like an old God here. The algorithm. (laughs) But um, more a problem with the algorithm, right? in the algorithm and like the social media's like Instagram's way that it promotes certain things. And what is frustrating to me is when you see those people that take advantage of that. Like there are meme accounts and inspiration accounts and grind accounts that their whole thing is just reposting over and over and following this and doing this and but then it works though, right? Because even though people hate it, YouTubers make 20, 30 minute videos about like, I can't believe what this Instagram account is doing. But I'm like, it doesn't change anything. They don't care. Like they found a way to make money by using this system. It doesn't necessarily, cause like they don't care about the people who are doing it. Whereas someone like us, we feel like we do care. And so like, when we see that stuff and it rings hollow, we're like, but that's not fair because you're taking advantage of the system in a way I don't know how to do. But then you think about it and I'm like, do we just need a better social media platform? Do we just need a platform that promotes things equally? And that's why we're offering today the Rackender Collection social media platform, The Collection. This will be a platform where you can say anything you want, complete free speech, nothing will ever be banned. We'll have the support from everybody. A lot of, for some reason, a lot of like really crazy alt-right people have already reached out because I guess there's not enough platforms for them or they keep they get banned all the time. So, But you know what? We we accept everybody. Right. But you, you see my point, That's my though, joke. right? It's a joke, by the way. Is that, yeah, like that is the issue because we're trying to use social media. And this is why I say, Jack, I don't think I ever truly learned how to use social media correctly other than to be a lurker and observer is because 
I, if, if you asked me, if you sat me down, you say, okay, Charlie, we're going to pay you a hundred thousand dollars this month. You don't have to work. You don't do anything else. We'll pay for your food. You need to get an account with a following of 5,000 followers. I'd be like, what? Like, how do I even? Yeah, I, I don't know. The first thing I would think to do is like, okay, like I spam hashtags. I like can follow for follow. Like I'm thinking back to like little big planet. <laughs> you know Dude, what I mean? Oh heart for God. heart shit. Like that's what I start to think of. And I'm like, man, I am so out of my depth when it comes to. Let me tell you. It all started with Little Big Planet, okay? Because I spent forever I, oh, on yeah, like this level. What was the level called? Um, I don't remember. Like something rise. Um, I don't remember. It's still on there. Unsuspecting rise or something like that. Some, some was, weird yeah. jack name, right? I put my blood, sweat, and tears into this level, right? And I was like. This, you got to grab this, and it throws you over here, and you go, do 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 and you little puzzles, yada, yada, yada. Super cool. Loved it. No one plays it. Gets, like, five hearts over the course of its entirety on, like, it's been online. Meanwhile, this guy just got lucky, and it's just a, you load into the level, it's a wall of sponge with a picture of him being, like, heart for heart, like for like, or whatever, and then he has, like, every, like, all the hundreds, and, I, and I'm like... What am I doing wrong? <clears throat> a lot of it comes down to. No, I actually think, Jack, that's actually a pretty apt start for us because I felt the exact same thing playing that game. I loved the original. some pretty gory levels. I love the original Little Big Planet. I mean, I think of that game a lot, like very fondly. In fact, like to the point where one of the most like saddest losses for me was when you sold the PlayStation 3 that had like the levels on it. And then I'm like, why did I delete my levels off of the server so they could never you know what i mean yeah. so i can never see those again and it would just be fun to go back and play them i mean that's the only reason but um but no i ran into the exact same thing where like i was trying to like do my best and like create these levels and because the little big planet's whole thing for those who are not familiar was like play create and share they had this campaign where you could unlock different items and then you could hop into this basically really detailed level creator which jack and i had so much fun just like we would build these little like jalopy cars and like give them like spring wheels and then be like rain rain like you like, know we'd, like we'd have things like who can make the best like, like we all terrain for, car what happens for if it, hours what happens if it flips over you make a little like you know thing that pops out and like flips the car yeah. back over there's that one level you had where you're running by in this really tall tower the camera <laughs> angle changes and this guy's like i'm gonna jump i think you did that one was it me or was it you <laughs> I think you did that one and and then you keep running by the building, and then this ah! <laughs> effect plays, and the guy hits the ground. And we found a way to like to make like blood with yeah. like sponges like r- like way too yeah. small, and like it kind of breaks the game a little bit. But no, that and I'm just like this is horrible. Like it, it was so much fun, but you know we had so much fun with that. And for both Jack and I, we saw these other creators posting these amazing levels because there were like the some Dead other, Space one. Yeah, there were some Ooh. like amazing things on there, and. Jack and I were like, dude, we want to be a part of that. Like, we want to be a part of this community. And I, like, tried my best to create, like, a horror series of levels to, to kind of defy tradition. I mean, I created – I mean, I, do you remember that one, Jack, where it had that really cool, like, train crash where, like, it crashed, you know, in this desert area? And I yeah, had, like, yeah, yeah. all these timers. And, yeah, but it – I never saw any type of, like, interaction with my levels at all. And if it was, it was, like, minimal. It was, like – Two or three people, and they're like, "Oh, this is cool." 
And I'm like, that's nice, but like, I want more. Because like, a- it's not a, it's not necessarily right, Jack. This desire to have success, right? It's this more for me at least. It's this desire to be like, hey, I want you to see this. I want as many people to experience this, so I can be like, okay, people want more of this. Oh, they didn't like that part. Oh, they didn't like this. The thing that's most exciting to me about writing now is that like all these people like reading it and sharing their thoughts and sharing their ideas and like coming up with things that I probably like have no idea, but people could be like, let me, here's my 40 minute YouTube video about religious symbolism and so-and-so and and be like, and I'd be like, I didn't even play on that. Like, you know what I mean? That would be insane one day. That only happens if you have a lot of people with their eyes on something. And so that's always what I wanted is I wanted to be a part of that group. I wanted to be a part of that creator and play other people's creations and have people play my creations, but it never seemed to work like that. And that continued into Instagram now to where it's that exact same feeling where I feel like there's part of me that wants to stoop, right? And say like, hey, I'm going to post every day. I'm going to post those annoying hashtags. Most, hey, follow, hey, this on Facebook every day. But then I'm like, dude, I hate seeing those posts on Facebook. When I see those, like even, and I, I'm sorry for like local streamers on my Facebook, but like there's this one girl and I remember she was like really trying hard to get her Facebook streaming thing kicked off. And I like followed it, but I was like, and I followed the page and I immediately regretted it because a post, like two or three posts every day. Oh, hey, I'm doing this. Oh, hey, I'm doing this. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, and it, maybe yeah. the fault's on me because I didn't follow somebody I legitimately cared about. I just wanted to show support, you know? And so that might've been more on me for not. But that's the exact thing is like, if I am not engaging, right? How many people are like me and just don't engage and they just kind of lurk? Yeah. Like, and so exactly. that's always been my big struggle is there's the two sides. So there's the two sides where I'm like, man, I want to create, I want to use these platforms to push my stuff, to get as many eyes on it as possible. Not for even the promise of money or success, but just for the feedback, you know, just for the interaction, the, the fun of that. Because, hey, it's fun when your post gets a lot of comments or likes and you can check it and come back. But yeah, and it's a very like, validating thing that really takes advantage of that part of your brain that's like seeking a reward or seeking a little dopamine hit because every time you see oh hey I have four likes on my post you're like oh yeah you know what I mean you get that little hit a little dopamine hit in your brain you see oh then that post is 20 likes oh yes yeah you know and so that I think is why I tend to be more negative on social media is for that experience right and that experience of not wanting to annoy people, but at the same time realizing that if I don't plug my stuff, how is anybody going to know? But then there's these other people doing this, or there are these just farm accounts. Or, I mean, you talk about, like, five-minute crafts on YouTube and Facebook and the billions of views they get. And, like, you just start being like, how am I even going to stand out? Like, is it – and it comes down to it, Jack, and I think it's just luck. I honestly think because, and here's the thing, right? You either figure out the formula, find the perfect niche. But then the issue is though, is I remember George, one of our younger brothers, he started an Instagram account and he did that exact same thing where he like just was going for follows and he got a lot. I mean, he like a thousand like, yeah, and a thousand, but I'm like, but then the moment he stopped doing that, those followers went away. I mean, the engagement stopped. 
It's not like that's the issue. It's like like to me, false engagement right sucks way more than not getting yes that engagement that those false follows whatever brings. Yeah. So part of me is like, man, do we just need to find the niche? Like I feel like for us as the podcast, we're still trying to find our niche. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I do think that. I think like, so, or yeah. do we? Is our niche? You know, every episode's like a tangent episode, and then uh, you know, every episode other than that is you know a more research topic. Yeah. Do we want to do more collaborative things? Do we want to share more stories or projects? I mean, the answer is kind of all of it. Yeah. You know, that's kind of so, what we're using this platform for <clears throat> is to for all of it. So I think what what it comes down to is where we're hitting. Uh, where are we? We're at about an hour and five minutes. We can keep going for a little bit. Yeah. I, I don't want. I don't want this episode. I say. I feel like I say this a lot. I'm not trying to be a downer, but like it is just frustrating. And I, I guess I'm trying to reach other people that feel frustrated in the same way. Um, but at the same time, I know that we're already living in a frustrating time, and people don't want to hear just more frustrations. So yeah. You know, part of me wonders how people are, are going to like this episode a little bit. Yeah. You know, it, it is a good discussion to have, for sure. No, it's definitely a good discussion because, like it or not, it's a part of all of our lives. I mean... Very true. And you know what's funny, Jack, is that... What's funny, Charlie? You kind of sparked some of them in my mind there, right? Earlier, you were going on and saying, like, all this stuff just rings hollow to you, right? The, the oh, thank you so much for this great community, blah, 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 you know... But I would do a giveaway and you're right, right, right. But then you see those channels and they have so many views. I mean, you look at all these Minecraft channels who are just like cranking out 100 day videos, right? And you look at all these other channels cranking out just other people's content over and over and over and over until you just can't see cider. And then you're like, and then I think of the big companies, like the big corporations of our world the McDonald's and all of their messaging. And and I always think, I'm like, because that's never, I'm like, I've heard all that messaging all before and that always, from no matter who it's from, it always rings hollow to me. I'm like, really? They're like, we care about our people. I care about each and every one of my subscribers. I'm like, no, you don't. Like, you don't. And I'm like, is that a fault with me to where I cannot trust that? Let me, let me, re- let me throw something at you real yeah, quick. Yeah, go for it. I I I have I kind of have this issue as well. Um, it's an issue where, and you might share this as well. Someone's personality, in the first like minute of them talking, I'll make the decision: this person's genuine or this person's not. And you know, there's this guy I started watching on YouTube called the Wendigoon, and he's just the guy. Very straightforward. Like, I, this first video I watched him was um, about Dante's Inferno Hmm. and the nine layers of hell. And it was just kind of him going through the descriptions, you know, giving his input a little bit here and there, but just being very matter of fact, just sitting in his room, talking to the microphone. It wasn't like jump cutty. I love to do videos like that. And I was like, (laughs) this is great. And he's like, now he's like, hey, guys, thanks for watching. Yeah. Let's jump into the video. Here's a sponsor, you know, like that kind of thing. Just very like, I was like, I love this. And then, like, I come to find out he does, like, these Sunday videos because I guess he's Christian. But, yeah. like, he's very like, his personality really is just, like, you know, I'm not trying to do whatever. I just kind of go through and give a very, like, you know, a very down the middle of the pragmatic look of this, you know, line or this passage or this idea or this thought. And, you know, that kind of, I'm like, 
this is great content. I love the way this is. But then, you know, or a video like uh, Cody Ko, his kind of videos. I like his personality. Kind of, you know, doesn't come off as like, like I'm too good for this. Or it doesn't feel like they're just doing it just to be like, all right, let's crank it out. Because I think the personality kind of shines through, you know. But then you have these people. And this is where, like, I've never watched videos of these, like, any, like, tech channels. Or any of, like, these, like, I've never watched a Mr. Beast video. I've never watched, like, a Minecrafter video or whatever. Because to me, their personalities ring so hollow. And I don't know what it is about. But, you know, I, I watch it. I'm like... Like 30 seconds, this is the most uninteresting thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't care that you rebuilt Squid Games. I never watched those videos. I was like, I don't care. Because, like, the personality was just like, can you believe that I did this? Yeah, yeah, look how crazy. It's like, I don't care how crazy this is. But it is. works, though. But it works. Yeah. It works. And it, I think that's, for someone like me, that's why it's frustrating. So I don't know for you if that kind of if you kind of get that same vibe, if like the personality or the way they I, do it has to kind of come through more so than what their content right. actually is. Yeah. I, that is, that is what I will say is probably one of the most frustrating aspects is that there is not currently a way to really seek out the content you really want. Right. Or to get it from the creators who are really like actually good. Now, here's the thing. There are like outside programs that are like, hey, click on this link and we'll link you to a YouTube video that has zero views, right? But like I, this is the big topic we've had before. You either see people on YouTube who are tiny or you see the people who are successful enough to where it's they're either full-time or part-time job, right? Where are the people who are in between, right? Where are those people? Because they have to exist, but they're just not on that like looping algorithm of the page. And then the algorithm almost works against us in that way because then we only see the videos and we only click on those videos that are popping up on the recommended or popping up on this. And I'm like, why isn't there a way where like, I could say like, hey, I am looking for creators who do like kind of commentary about like novels and literature around like this many views like they're looking to have like you know like a way for a user to interact with a social media platform and be like hey i want to find this person because this is the content i want right now and this type of person i want to support right now take me to them yeah but it doesn't work like that instead you, get, instead you get instead you get instead you get like the ace family instead you get and it's so funny because you're like but how do you blame those people when they did make it big? How do you blame people for putting, yeah. where, hey, we're family-friendly content. We can load this with 12 mid-roll ads for this 20-minute video and make millions of dollars off it. But then it's just like, where, where do I fit into that? You know, Do yeah. I fit in there at all? So here's, you know, TikTok finally, finally TikTok is finding out what I like. This guy popped up the other day who was, you know, he's all about, like, you know, prehistoric history, dinosaurs, evolution, like, that kind of stuff. You know, like, old school, like, biology and, like, that sort of thing. And I'm like, I'm all about that. I love this content. And the way he comes off is, 
He's not like, whoa, hey, how's it going? He's just like, hey. He's like, here's an animal that... <coughs> Sorry. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. It's in my throat. Here's an animal that, you know, you might not have known about. Not like one of those 10 crazy animals you had known. It's just, hey, here's something you might not have known. Okay, cool. Interested. Might not know that. Ooh. Okay, what is that? You know, then it's like, it's like a two-minute video of him just like talking about this animal, how it evolved, and yada, 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 and how this reconstruction is the most accurate it can be, because we're like, I'm like, yes, I love this content. That's the kind of stuff I like, you know? And he doesn't have a lot of, like, views or whatever, or a lot of followers. I'm like, this is perfect. More stuff like this. But it took me so long to even be recommended something like that. And I have, like, looked for content like this for a long time. Wow. So, like, it is a little confusing. And then sometimes it... It it sucks watching some, like because I'll watch the H three podcast sometimes, and mm. uh, less so now because I'm just like getting real tired of just like drama. You know, I couldn't ever be a drama channel because it's just I, I I don't understand. But like you know, there's like seven people on that podcast, and there'll be times where it's like, all right. So do you want to talk about this or you're going to this? You know, I'm like, look, I'm not saying like they have way better production quality than we do. But all I'm saying is, look, if people can like listen to that or watch that, like like the like Call of Duty video I had. If people can watch this stuff, they can listen to us. So I think it's just a matter of finding your niche. And it's hard to find your niche in today. We, we've kind of really strayed away from social media. No, we haven't. We haven't? I, don't, I don't think we have because it's like you said, it is all about finding your niche. But the problem is that social media is not designed. Like, it's designed for the user to find their niche, but not for a creator to find their niche, right? Yeah. Because if it was the case to where you could have people setting up very detailed profiles and very detailed hard, like, algorithm stuff, then it's like, because what I think it is, Jack, is like, I just don't think our content has gotten in front of the right people, right? Like, we don't know our age group. We don't know that. We can never hit that snowball effect unless enough people just happen to see it at just the right time. Right? Or we cover the right topic at the right time. Or we cover the right topic or... at the right time. And you happen to just kind of gleam off of the increase. I mean, that's why you see people being like, oh, hey, we're going to do this because this just came out. We're going to, you know. What's 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 a big thing we can do? Maybe like next week's topic. Talking about Will Smith slapping Chris. No, that's that's that. old news. It's old news. That. Talk about Elon, Elon Musk. Musk oh, hey, that's what we can title the podcast. Elon, Elon Musk buys Twitter. And we can just be like, oh my God. And like have like a little red circle with an arrow pointing toward it to like just nothing. No, circle the 42 billion. <laughs> and how the, many zeros? For how much? <laughs> but no, it's that's a good podcast title. You know, it's I think it's all about you have to take from social media what you want and but you also have to realize that it is not reality right yeah it's exactly. very easy and i think especially as somebody i'm on reddit all the time it's very easy to be on reddit and to think man wow the world is just filled with horrible people i can't believe this is going to happen i'm going to be on the road and somebody's going to not pay attention and run me off because i was on idiots and cars too much blah blah, blah whatever, whatever it is right but then you realize wait no there's a small minority of the population of Earth who uses Reddit. 
right? I mean, like, how, how what's the population here? Like, what? Seven point seven point seven billion. Seven point seven billion, probably. And how many people think you use Reddit, right? How many hot takes are you not getting? You know. But then that's the problem: is you start to think that, oh man, it's just reality. That's what everything's like. And it's like, no, it's not. Because if you actually go out into the world, like the amount of like insanity I see is way less than the amount of insanity I see on Reddit, right? The worst thing that's happened to me is somebody not pulling into a turn lane and almost hitting my car because they weren't paying attention. And I was like, what is that idiot doing? Right. And so I really think this is going to be a first reel. I'm going to clip that and put it on something. And so I really think, Jack, it's all about finding that niche and then also realizing, also realizing that it's not everything. Right. Hot, hot, uh, hot question. Is it niche or niche? You know, they just talked about this on Last Stand Media, Sacred Symbols. Dude, is it niche or niche? And there's a good title. I say, so uh, I like niche. I like, I like niche. Now, that being said, though, one of the uh goes chris on the last stand podcast who said that he uses them kind of in different ways like when he's talking about like oh like this is a niche thing or thank this, you okay. this is taking okay. like a niche in my mind like you can a niche is like a you know a very narrow set a very set a parameter a niche in my mind has to do with like ecology and like animals because that's, I remember learning that in biology, but I can't remember how it was pronounced in biology. But I'm like, niche sounds like human application. Niche is like, you know, the ecological application. You know, you sound like right now. Who? I sound like a good old doctor Lee. <laughs> you raise a flag, not a child. <laughs> you rear them. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. That's really good. It goes to show you that that history professor, teacher, sorry, not professor, that's how passionate she was about. That's the only thing that I remember from her class. That and Neanderthals, not Neanderthals. Okay, we're not, you know, British English. We say Neanderthal. It's not Neanderthal. It's Neanderthal. Yeah, I got those mixed up. That's my bad. So I'm, I'm time stamping again. That was that's another good reel right there. That's a good reel. Post that on the Instagram and TikToks. But Jack, yes, Charlie. I think that's about all I have for right now. Is that you know, life often is what you make of it, right? And why? I this is going to be a little bit of an extended outro here. Sorry, not outro, but ending thought. Yeah, do. But Jack, I often think about this, right? We live our lives honestly detached from reality, right? Because I don't think it is possible for a human to like live a totally like real life, right? And I say that because I fall into these traps sometimes, right? Or I'm like, man, I hate my job. So it's so soul sucking. It's draining. I'm angry. I'm getting to work. I'm tired. And then I see like some homeless person on the side of the road. And I'm like, what the hell am I complaining about? Like, what the hell am I doing? Like, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I don't want to have this conversation. This, they just need to grow up and be adult. Like, why are they doing that? And then I'm seeing people getting slaughtered in Ukraine. Right. 
And I'm like, what? why am I scared of any of this? But it goes to show you, though, that we as humans cannot live totally in reality. Like, we have to pick and choose our perspectives, right? Because I think ultimately, like, ultimate nihilism is that's kind of your, for, at least for me, is my answer to, like, ultimate nihilism, which is there's no point, life is chaos, you're born and then you die, nothing matters, right? Even if that's the case, I think that in order for humans to actually survive and thrive, you need to choose a perspective. You need to believe in the systems and the rules. And that is another reason why I think social media has latched on so hard to us as just a human race is because of that, is that we need to believe in those perspectives. We need to believe that our way of life, that what we're doing, that the relationships we're making, the choices that we're dealing with every single day have some kind of meaning that we're right, that we can go to sleep at night, right? And so I'll just leave everybody with that. Think about that. Like think that ultimately, no matter how negative something is, no matter ultimately it's everything is a matter of perspective, right? We can complain all day about Elon Musk buying Twitter. Like I could say, oh man, he could have given that money. He could have, could he have solved world hunger with that much money, right? Could he have helped millions of children who were just born into poverty and die. I don't know. But that's not his perspective, right? Now, we can blame and challenge his perspective, of course, and I think we should. And I think everybody's perspective should be challenged. But I'll just remind everybody out there is that just be kind to each other, right? We as humans are all in this together, right? We're on a rock hurtling through space with the possibility that there's no intelligent life anywhere else in our universe, right? We're talking about human race existing for what? Let's be generous, 10,000 years. Maybe more like 20,000, but you know. Well, I mean, like humans, like modern humans. Yeah. And I think it's even, that's probably too long. I was going to say like six, 8,000 years. You're talking about like technologically advanced humans. Yeah, like once we started like agriculture. So that's like what? That's like 8,000 years ago. Right. Anyways. Ish. Anyways. Something like that. Something, um, something I bring like all that up to say humans in the vast scheme of the formation of the earth and the formation of the stars above us are meaningless. Right. But what a fascinating time. And I always love this. This was taken. I remember I watched this video about these two atheists being challenged with a thing like, Without God, is life just meaningless? And I really liked this one guy's answer. He said, you know, it's not meaningless because we live in this fascinating time where we can look up into the heavens and we can see the light of old stars that are long dead, that their light is just now reaching us. We can look back through our history. We're, we're looking at our DNA. We're looking at like what makes us human. Like that is so cool to be a part of all of that right now. And ultimately... How I want to end this episode, Jack, is that I just wish, you know, with the war going on in Ukraine, you mean some of the slaughter that's happening over there for just all of the horrible things that are happening in the world. I, I can't help but think I'm like, man, like we need to stop doing this. Like we as a like species, like need to be, we need to realize that like we don't need to kill each other anymore. Like there are problems that our world is going to face that need all of us on board. And it's not helpful that we're still back in the stone ages here being like, oh, you took my food. I kill you now. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, we're 
like, we don't need to do it. Like, we don't. Charlie, go off, King. Go off. And so that's how I want to end it, right? Is that all of that combined together, social media, the perspectives of our life, like for everybody out there, if you're struggling or if you need that, like just take that to heart is that like there are people out there, like the world is full of people who feel exactly like me, who feel exactly like Jack, who just want to find some meaning, want to carve out their little niche. (laughs) You know what I mean? That are just trying to live their lives and to enjoy the love of the family and friends around them and to create and to share their feelings. And so I think that's why Jack and I come across so strong when we talk about how unfair it is, is because Jack and I love to share That's part of our like human nature is that we want to share the ideas we have. We're like, Oh, that's so cool. Like I want to show you like, Mm -hmm. and so it's disheartening to us when we feel like we can't do that. But then all that's getting shoveled out there is just actual garbage, actual garbage. Guys, I made the biggest jelly bean in the world. But, 20 million views. And I'm like, hey. But, you know, it's not all garbage. No. For all the garbage out there, you got, we'll slide into our recommendations here, Jack. For all the garbage-ations. For all the garbage. You have people like Vsauce. Vsauce 2 and 3. Vsauce here. I mean, talk about some videos that make you think and are just challenge your view of the world. I mean, I still watch some of his videos and I'm like, wow. Like, when he ends those videos... I love the way he ends. And he's like, you're like, oh my God. Like, I wish I had had a teacher like him because he literally makes anything interesting. What's the one video where um, he talks about- He's um, such a goofball too. <laughs> I know. It's like, if, or whatever's the title yeah. of the video. And it's like, if like a bomb happened, yeah. then this is what like would happen on your TV or whatever. Like yeah. that kind of, I was always like, oh, it's so good. Yeah. You know? So, the, you know- Jacob Geller is another one who comes to my mind who makes really fantastic video essays. I mean, so for all the people, for all the garbage out there, there are people who are putting their heart and soul into these things and creating really great things. And so we can't just throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? You can't just be like, hey, take away all social media. No, because there are people out there who are doing amazing things and I have learned so much from them. Jack, I've been talking for a long time. Sorry, I was, I don't, I no, don't, I don't. Have a destination with that, but like I've been mulling over this stuff in my head for like the past week, so it all just kind of. I think I think we're coming to the close now, and all all I, I think I will end this chapter that I really appreciate you guys listening to. Love the feedback, love your support. However you want to give it, you know where to find us. Rack and Collection on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all the good, all the goodness. You can also support us on Patreon if you enjoyed. And there's one thing I will say is that we are the collection and we are the collective. God. (laughs) We are the collection and we are growing. And here's Clumsy Titan with the music. 